0: If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into The Wrap. For the week ending July 19, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And for those who aren't aware, this weekend is very special. Fifty years ago, humans landed on the moon for the first time through the Apollo 11 mission, and the words One Small Step for Man, One Small Step for Mankind were etched into history. A lot has changed since then. While we're not major space travelers, we look to the stars to explore beyond our own world, and technology follows with us. The headsets the crew wore of that mission are still produced, though they're more tech-savvy than they used to be. Plantronics, now Poly, the company that supplied the headsets to that mission, is still producing gear, much of it for consumers. In fact, pilots can get a generation of the same headset a good 50 years later in the MS-50 and StarSET headsets because they are still a thing. And some of it has changed from the hardware needed to assist NASA. Computers that were once so big they could fill a room are now so small they can fit in your pocket. Between high-powered laptops and high-powered phones, devices are very capable these days and may not need the space of a room. Room to run a rocket. In fact, with phones, you can find a fair amount of power in something that isn't necessarily high end. The mid range is an area going a little crazy at the moment because you shouldn't have to spend thousands of dollars on a great phone, but making the choice isn't always easy. At the middle of the year, the best mid ranger is the Google Pixel 3a, something other reviewers have agreed with us on. But there's a new challenger this week from Motorola, coming in the Moto One Vision, looking a little like Samsung's Galaxy S10, but coming in at around half the price. The Motorola One Vision is a 500 handset, packing in 128GB of storage, Android the way it's found on the Pixel, and a massive 48MP camera. It's probably one of the more interesting attacks on the mid-range around, though that 48MP does bring it back down to 12MP instead of giving you the full 48. Mind you, it's not even the biggest camera we've heard of this week. For that we turn to the Sony Alpha 7R 4 a new mirrorless camera sporting a massive 61 megapixel full-frame sensor, which isn't just big, but made to include lower noise for the images it captures as well. Now, if you think 61 megapixels is big, the Sony A7R 4 also features a mode that can capture a 963 megapixel image before downsampling it back to something, you know, a little more useful at 240 megapixels. It's still fairly crazy, though, because it's essentially 16 61-megapixel images captured at a pixel apart, producing what is basically a gigapixel image. The tech used here isn't going to be for every picture, but it's very interesting all the same, and there's support for 4K video and more audio options as well. It won't be cheap though, with the Sony A7R IV landing in stores for 5700 by the end of August. There's more coming than an expensive camera, because if you've ever complained about the battery life on a Nintendo Switch, an updated model is coming that addresses that. It's been a bit of a quiet update, but in the next couple of months, a new switch will rock up with almost twice the battery life. Battery is a big deal too. It's likely to be a major sticking point on the year's next phones, including the Galaxy Note expected in August, the iPhone 11 in September, and the Pixel 4 in October. On the recent Galaxy S10 Plus, the phone delivered more or less 24 hours of life. A little more, but not much. And that's not much for a flagship. The same battery life is true on the Galaxy S10e, a phone we've been playing with recently, the baby of the bunch. It's a little like the iPhone XS in that it has a 5.8-inch AMOLED screen and a metal and glass body, but its two cameras are regular and wide. And it also comes with a fingerprint sensor, 802.11ax Wi-Fi, Type-C USB, and Android 9. But the battery life could be better, and it's an issue on lots of devices, including earphones. However, a recent pair of earphones kind of moves beyond this issue, and that's the Sony WF-1000XM3. It's a pair that continues the work Sony made on the WH-1000XM3, a pair of headphones we loved last year, and these are basically the in-ear equivalents. They were announced last week, and we're ready with our review. And they're small, noise-cancelling, and offer fantastic sound that is balanced and a little warm. And the battery life is excellent, too. It's one of the major points with this headset. With noise cancelling on, it's an extra 6 plus 18 with the rechargeable case, or 8 plus 24 if noise cancelling is off. That's a stellar battery life, and likewise, they are a stellar pair of earphones that can handle noise without messing up hair or getting in the way. The over ear WH-1000 XM3 still have an edge, there is slightly better sound quality, but for listening out and about, the WF-1000 XM3 are our new favourites. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have, so you've been listening to The Wrap. Australia's fastest technology roundup The Wrap will be back next week online every Friday at Podcast One Spotify and Apple Podcasts but until then have a great week we'll see you next time on The Wrap take care